0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDSE.
1: And uh, it's time for slice of Denon. Her love shines over my horizon. She's a slice of
2: heaven. And can be today, an old teammate of yours, Semi Thido. Big Sammy T. Uh, got the pleasure of sitting down with him to interview him. And he's uh he's definitely like a back rower or a forward that. I think he's – don't get me wrong. I think he's appreciated and respected. But I do yeah. – I I'd feel like people forget there I, was a period there where he was unbelievable. He,
1: during that amazing winning run mm. for Queensland, he was a powerhouse. Yeah. And a lot, lot of times we'd go into the match as red-hot favorites and he would just lead the Queensland side with his aggression. Yeah. Terrific player.
2: Now, yeah, got a chance to sit down with him, have a chat, and we talked about what he learned coming into – you can make the argument that the best forward pack ever put together at the Brisbane Broncos. What do you reckon you learnt the most in those first kind of two years as a, a rookie first grader? Uh, patience.
0: Yeah. Um, and hard work. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of um, – because we had those gun young guys there at that point in time, like Wayne, uh, he didn't want to play favourites. Mm. So we were we were on a bit of a rotation. So, you know, you'd, you'd get your crack at first grade. If you were good enough, you got to stay in. If mm. you kind of – you did your job, but you weren't brilliant. You know, it didn't be Neville's turn. He can never give a hit of a, a crack, and then it'd be Tommy. Mm. Um, so, you know, that was kind of tough, and I had to, you know, like bide my time a little bit, um, like uh, sharpen my tools a little bit. Mm. You know, okay, what can I do that these two guys can't? All right, well, maybe if I work on my passing game. Um, okay, like something as simple as oh, I worked on my, my bump and quick play the ball. Your quickest play ball in the game, baby. Yeah, so then like that became one of my weapons. Is yeah. like, all right, sweet. So, you know, I, I, I could do a chip and chase, but <laughs> I wouldn't because sure I'd, I'd be hooked yeah. straight away. But I was like, all right, well, what's the thing I can, yeah, you know, I can bring to the, the team? All right, well, we've got some gun players. If I can get a quick play the ball from them, so they can be front foot, mm. well, let's let's go. Yeah. Um. So, uh, that, like, I learned to like yeah sharpen my tools mm. um work on things that i knew that i could do better than you know those guys who i was in competition with and um i could just ask questions and hang around mm. like shane webke was like the ultimate professional <sighs> Mate. ultimate professional it's crazy. um and you know he was the guy that he had the key to the gap yes he did. Because he wanted to, all right, before we go to the gap in pre season, I want to run it at least five times so then I know that I can, I'll keep up with the the skinny backs. Mate. While, you know, the the big boys are at the back. He- Hojo, actually, Hojo was the king of the gap.
2: Mate, he's a king. You he know what Hojo used to do us. at
0: the gap? Hojo used to be that, like, I'm a leader. <laughs> I'm going to lead, but I'm going to lead from the back. <laughs> I'm going to encourage these yeah, big boys. The big boys yeah. He'd be like patting you on the. Come on, come on, Sammy, you can get up this hill. I was like, bro, you should be, out, you should be out the front, get up there. But hey, it worked for him, right he, he he got through jogging, he was uh, encouraging other players. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, like going back to Shane Webkey, like I learned so much of him. Like um, like he used to have. I don't know if he ever called it the FRU, but he should have the Front Rollers Union. But we used to go there. Um, uh, every Sunday we we went to the gap to make sure that everyone could run in under forty minutes. Yeah, well, wow. um, and then sometimes we'd meet at the club and we'd go and run a few of the hills. And this was like before training, and it's
2: that's insane. what he did.
0: Yeah, and then like you, you saw him on the field, and um, he was, I want tackle one and I want tackle three. Yeah, and you get out of my way, mm. and if you ever took his hit ups, <laughs> oh. he would not be happy <laughs> no, at all. Not at all. But like you know, I, I learned from those guys. I learned. Um, I learned how to be um, humble and respectful from Petro. Mm. Um, the way that um, you know, if Petro wanted to turn it on, oh man, it could kill you, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but then he'd apologize, <laughs> and he'd probably sing at your funeral afterwards. Yes. So that's Petro. <laughs> yeah. So like you know, he was you know, and I, and I had these guys around me that were great role models, and I think that really helped me throughout my
2: career as well, massively. Mm.
1: The gap run, mm. can't be tell me about that.
2: Yeah, it's just a, uh, I guess a. Uh, a nightmare because it's just not made for big fellas. It's just, it's made for little whippets. And funnily enough, uh it's actually where I feel, and you know, who am I to say what earned, Wayne earned or not, but I do feel like Wayne used it as well to earn respect from the players because he used to run it himself. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. You, you probably have no, you written about it a few times. Yeah, yeah. And he, so he did that, but then he also used to hide in the bushes and trying to see who's taking shortcuts, who's walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yes. old, old long neck was hiding behind a, a tree, a tree stump. You couldn't even see him. <laughs>
1: Mate, we we used to have our own build run this black through Blackbird uh, Blackbutt Reserve. Oh my god, there, those long distance torture runs are just the
2: worst. Yeah, and and like it's it's almost they run a, like that anymore. Do they keep running? Um, that? I That's think the they runs. do. I think they've tried to bring it back because it's almost a bit of a tradition at the Broncos of like the gap, the gap. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I think uh, Webby he is so kind of synonymous with it because you would hear stories of like you know if you went out for drinks. Then you'd hear, and, and we say we had Saturday off, Saturday night off, Sunday off, and then Monday we're back in, in a preseason or a training. And you'd hear that Webby got up at six a.m. and he did the gut run on a Sunday just to yeah. just to do it. Yeah. Um, and what I loved about that from Sam Thaiday, and I, I honestly think that so many young superstars like Sammy could learn from it, is that. Getting quick play the balls for other players. You just yeah. don't hear that with the, no, some of the don't. young guys. It's all about them being the standout guy. Whereas his goal was, I'll get quick play the balls for my other forwards. I'll
1: work out what what I'm good at, what my role is, mm. and I'll just play that part in the side. Yeah, it's incredible him hearing him talk about that forward pack as well. Like,
0: <sighs> oh. like, and and Webky as well. Because when we were talking to Carl Webb this week, he mm. he mentioned the first team that he came into yeah. as a Bronco. And the the pack was Andrew G, Gordon Tallis, Brad Thorne, yeah. Tony Carroll, and Petro and Kevin Campion. Yeah.
2: Like you could make and an go, argument. Wow, each, each player oh, in that 100%. by themselves is the toughest of the of the whole NRL. One hundred percent. They had a whole yeah. pack of it. Yeah, unbelievable. And, and but he
0: he spoke like Carl spoke so
1: strongly about Shane Webkey as well, yeah. I mean, saying that
2: Shane Webke played the 06 Grand Final basically with a broken arm. Yeah. You know, Insane. and it, and if and if he's not, Incredible. if he doesn't, then they mightn't win it. I had a my first running with Shane Webby as a young you know soccer player coming into the first grade. So I think at the time I didn't realise what was happening, but basically we'd ended a preseason session. It was maybe my third or fourth, maybe two or three weeks in, and I was walking off at the end of the session, um, and Wayne goes, "Hey, Denon, come here." So I walk over. He's like, "Put this on." Is this the diamond. Hey, Webby, come over here, Denon. I want you to do some tackle practice with Webby. So Basically, I had to just run it straight at Webkey for a base, you know, whatever tackles he wanted. But the problem was, it was in a 10 meter by 10 meter drill. So, in my head, I'm thinking, This is easy, like a 10 meter drill against a front rower. Like, this is my bread and butter. I'm small as anything, I'll just step. As Webby walks past me, he goes, If you effing step, I'll kill you. Oh. So, just oh. and it was, it was just Wayne's way of going, Is this guy going to soak? and be like, yeah, What yeah, the yes. hell. Am I doing getting tackled by um, Shane Webkey, But, yeah, was... he... Yeah, was he tackled? He just jammed yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, yuck.
2: Yeah. Uh, talk about being jammed, boys. It's <laughs> time for
1: Maddie's top ten. And today it's film characters of my choice in cinema history. <laughs> Number ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's what... Tommy Conlon. He was uh, played by Tom Hardy in the film Warrior. Yes. So, oh, great, uh, great Tommy movie. Conlon. Thanks, guys. Number nine. Jack. <laughs> the goofy womanizing actor who's about to get married in sideways as played by Thomas Haddon Church road trip film yes. yeah yeah yes. yep excellent that's number- your that's your number 9 film character of all time yep <laughs> uh, i'm going left to center it's easier to do john mcclane on sideways. rocky exactly uh Sean mcguire if you know who he is, odd name for this character, yeah. but the tortured but empathetic teacher as played by Robin Williams in Good Will Hunting. Oh. oh. I knew oh. that. That's up there with a top. Oh. And Sean Maguire's an odd name for it. I he's a really, Sean that,
2: that moment where he sits down and was like, you know nothing about pain and sorrow. Is just like, and Matt That's, Damon's like such an arrogant little kid. Like we all kind of are, except we're not geniuses. That's an incredible eight, moment. Great scene. Yeah.
1: Number, number seven, Bill Heslop. Uh, the overbearing con man real estate agent and father of Muriel, <laughs> is played by Bill Hunter in Muriel's Wedding. Pauper, pauper. Battering my whole life. <laughs> um Number six, Gil Tander, the frustrated novelist, is played by Owen Wilson in the Woody uh, Woody Ar- Allen. I want to say <laughs> Harrelson. Woody Allen film Midnight in Paris. Have you seen? Yeah, it? Yeah, great movie. Very, I've not very, seen very that good movie.
2: movie. Hey, I've not seen that movie. Oh, oh wow. wow, you would love it. Yeah. That's great. Why? Write it down, right? You're a writer. You'd love it. And the best thing is like when you watch those movies and actually going to Paris, it just makes it even more the better because you get to see. Yes. in the movie? Very cool. Very
1: good. Number five, Shooter Flatch.
2: Now he is the alcoholic <laughs> father.
1: Shooter McGavin. Yeah, no. <laughs> the alcoholic father of a star high school player in the film Hoosiers. It's played by Dennis Hopper. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> I'm so
2: interested to see where this goes. Yes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Mate, the at
1: the moment, number one is going to be a humdinger. Number four, Annie Wilkes, the nutcase superfan, played by Kathy Bates of James Caan mm. in Misery. Ah. Sledgehammer. That's it. The hey. old hobbled. Oh. Number three, I had to throw this one in, Max Rokostansky, who you ask. Mel Gibson as Mad Max, awesome in all three. Uh, like First Blood. First one, more human. Mm. <laughs> Mad Max is more human. Uh, the first one. First one. Uh, mm. Number two, Pando. Brian Brown's character. Oh, He's you know yeah, <laughs> <Pando. laughs> played uh, by Brian Brown, his character in the Aussie film Two Hands. He's the, uh, the knockabout crime lord. Which is very Sydney and very rugby league. Not the, the rugby league oh, show. The, the bank, the bank robber that trips on the <laughs> on the bench on the way out and, and knocks himself I, out. <laughs> I listened to Smartless the other day and Rose Byrne was on there talking about. Yeah, two right. Oh, and number fit. one, Roger Verbal Kent, <laughs> aka Kaiser Sozo, Kevin Spacey's <laughs> character and Usual Suspects. On your swazi. Okay, we'll take a break. Sound advice next.